Welcome to the Felon Experience. I'm Tyler Howell. I am going to be hosting this podcast series. To start off, I want to give you a little bit of background about me, because obviously, who the hell is this person? Why am I going to listen to him? Why should I listen to this podcast in its entirety? Why? Well, 10 years ago is when my introduction into our justice system began. Due to a drug addiction, for me it was meth, I found myself fighting a federal gun case. I had no idea at the time that what I was doing would put me in that kind of a justice platform, but I've learned very quick that there's consequences to our actions. And it took me until 2018, after which I had done over seven years behind bars throughout that time frame from 2010 to 2018. I was only free for 11 and a half months total. My longest out at once was three months, three weeks. And I have not been back since 2018. I have been on a wild ride and it has not been anything perfect. But that's part of the points of this podcast is we don't seek perfection, we seek progress. Over time, progress, consistent progress, will reflect itself. And part of this reflection that I have found is our internal self-dialogue. So that narrative that we tell ourselves every day, those negative contextual words that we use, the, the I can't, this is too hard, I'm not good enough, I don't deserve this, I can't do this. Well, we choose to use those internal dialogues. We choose to allow that negative dialogue to feed into our demons. We are constantly feeding our confidence and we are also constantly feeding our self-worth. We determine if we are investing positively into these dialogues or if we are investing negatively into these dialogues. Because when it comes to internal growth, we can go back 1% just as easy, actually a lot more easily, as we can go forward 1%. And if you start to understand numbers, once you start going backwards, you can't match that equally and expect the same amount of forward progress. You actually need a little bit more forward progress to balance out the negative progress that we have made internally. And so I have transformed my internal dialogue. I have transformed my confidence in self. I have proven to myself as well through my recent life experiences that if I want something bad enough, I can do it. And then I transfer these I's into we's because if I can do this, we can do this because I'm no more capable than anybody else. We are all in control. So part of our transformation and growth through our struggles and towards overcoming our demons is understanding that these things don't happen overnight and that all great things and all big steps are actually compiled of little steps and we cannot forget to stop and acknowledge the small steps that we are taking because that is part of building the confidence and the self-worth that leads us towards our bigger goals and our bigger objectives. Everything starts small. It's the baby steps. The first step, they say, is the hardest, but it's the first step towards the end goal. 
So fear is a huge driving force in our lives. It has been in my life. Just to put this in simple form and in a simple you know, perspective, starting this podcast, sharing my insights, my experiences, helping others grow and learn through the journeys that I have experienced and, and sharing the, the strategies and the changes that I had to make to, to get where I'm at today, I fear doing that. I fear doing something new. You know, right when you start something, we deceive ourselves into thinking that we have to do this perfect, has to be this, or we're not experienced. Well, when you start a new job, are you experienced in that job? If you are in an entry-level job in a new field, do we actually know how to do all the responsibilities required of that job? We don't. But with work, we push through that. And it's not as much of a fear, I would say, as doing something that we're passionate about or, or something, a cause or some sort of act that reflects our personal experiences, especially if it'll help other people or help ourselves so we can, you know, attain financial freedom, so we can attain that future that we envisioned ourselves having, but we don't have. And so this podcast also represents facing our fears because I'm facing a fear right now by talking. Today I am in college, so I'm a full-time student, which being a felon, especially in recovery, has been a bit of a challenge due to housing and employment barriers that society has intentionally placed in front of men and women through legislations and policies. So as I am conquering my demons and taking the necessary actions to better my life and the lives of those around me, I'm still faced with barriers that nobody ever told me about before I started getting in trouble with through my drug addiction. And bringing to light how those affect one's ability to excel in life and to actually change their environmental cues their personal cues, all the things that we have ingrained into our minds throughout, you know, these 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 phases in our life, whether it's addiction, toxic relationship, homelessness, whatever that struggle is, it gives me fire and it gives me passion and, and it feeds into purpose because when we overcome our demons and our barriers in life, we now are equipped with insight, experience, and understanding to make it easier for the next man. And that's personally what the intent of this whole podcast is, is for me to give back. And not only am I doing that through this podcast, but I'm getting involved in justice reform. So a little bit more about me. I currently intern for the Ronald Reagan Institute and Presidential Library in Washington, D.C. This didn't just fall on my lap. I had to actually go through a lot of different measures to even get to D.C. this last summer to intern for a nonprofit while taking a government class. Through my actions and the changes that I have made, I, I left an impression on this organization. And this organization has taken me under their wing to guide and direct me and show me how to be a productive member of society, especially as it relates to justice reform.
Justice reform directly correlates to addiction. Our justice system at this moment through my life experiences is basically funded and those beds are filled based off of addiction. And through others' addictions, these systems, they continue to thrive financially through all their different avenues and pipelines in which profit is made through these systems. In April, my first organized event will be taking place. So it's going to be a roundtable and a panel. What this is going to be about is, so in 1994, the Pell Grant was banned from anybody who was incarcerated. Even though less than 1% of Pell Grant funding went to this demographic. And just last year in December, Department of Education unbanned this demographic from access to higher education because if you're aware you only make pennies an hour so 10 cents 15 cents 30 cents an hour for any sort of job within prison walls and this doesn't allow one to afford education so now having access to this funding that's a huge step in the right direction but just because there is access that doesn't mean that the access is actually there because the way that prison is structured, especially when you look at max and medium, huge populations within this demographic that's incarcerated aren't allowed resources. So even though, you know, this money is available or this resource or this program is available, it's not actually available to the majority. And so we are going to work and we are going to identify the specific barriers preventing access to, you know, the entire population within our prison system and then figure out solutions towards making that accessible to them. So this is going to be including executive directors of various organizations, Department of Education, senators. And many of these executive directors will have been previously incarcerated Americans who have overcome addiction and the societal barriers placed in front of them that many of us are trying to figure out how to do ourselves. And most importantly, the Ronald Reagan Institute, which is where this will be held. This is my passion. This is what drives me. And these external you know, activities that I'm involved in, these different passions of mine, all feed into this because I never once saw myself doing anything that I'm doing because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't see myself being capable of being of use for anyone, especially myself, because like I said, that internal self-dialogue, if you don't see worth in yourself, then you're not going to see worth in yourself for other people. But once you fix your inside, your internal narrative and that dialogue, your core beliefs and those values, those systems, then it reflects in everything else you do. And you'll start to feel yourself soar. You will see yourself soar. What makes the difference? What is the actual difference between the national champions in, say, your local sports teams league or within a marathon or with any sort of competitive sport event, anything? It's the systems. Everybody that steps on that court, on that track, on that field, They're all shooting for the same thing. Their goal is to win. Their goal is to be champions. But what dictates the difference? It's not the goal. 
People who are in addiction want to be clean. They want to be sober. The people who are playing these sports, they want to win. It's the systems that dictate the winners and the losers. So that's your inner dialogue, that self-narrative that you feed yourself. Those are the habits. Those are the strategies. Those are all implemented and reflect in the result. Like they say in sports, the score will settle itself. If you focus on the fundamentals, if you focus on the basics and you practice all the different aspects of whatever that competitive sport or event is, then that practice will reflect itself in the results. Score takes care of itself and that applies internally with each and every one of us. I want you to leave with more than you came with when you clicked play on this podcast. And by doing that, all I ask is, have you thought of the things that you tell yourself that you can't do? Have you sat down and written your internal dialogues? I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable. If you can assess and analyze and acknowledge these thought processes, you can begin the change of your life. Thank you for listening to my introductory podcast to get a little bit of a better idea of who I am. And thank you for listening to me as I begin the first steps in conquering some of my own fears because nothing's going to be perfect, especially the first time. If we seek perfection, we're going to be disappointed. But what we won't be disappointed in is taking action and beginning the next journeys within these fears to be who we want to be, to get where we want to be, and to become our best selves. Thank you for listening to my first podcast episode in this series. I am a full-time college student and I am using my own resources and my own time to make this possible. If you feel that you would like to contribute at all to this podcast and its future and my future, feel free to donate or to leave a review. And I look forward to growing and learning with each and every one of you. Thank you.